0: This is the EVP podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the EVP podcast with two thirds of your EVP team. I'm Dvo and I'm Ghosted. Where's Beaker? He's sick, boy Johnson. He's on the on his deathbed. So <laughs> he made a promise to us that if he does die, he'll come visit us and tell us what it's like on the other side. So that was his promise to us. Yes. He's got some type of, uh, I don't know, some woman disease. Some kind of s- some <laughs> disease. He he's got a squash UTI. Some squatch disease. He's got a squatch UTI. He's a squatch UTI. Anyway, he's some type of tonsillitis. No, some type of, just a really bad cold. Tonsillitis. Some type of squatch cold. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, feel better, Beaker. Yeah, we're rooting for you, bud. We're rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> Get that of the squash to use their medicine woman to cure you healing powers your healing powers anyway we had a topic uh for kind of like the halloween-ish season but we're gonna skip that we're gonna wait for beaker to come back and and uh do it together so we have a special episode for you guys on this episode but real quick next episode episode 84 it's going to be because we obviously, you know, these are Halloween. It's the on, Halloween on, show. on Mondays this year. Halloween is on a Monday. Episode 84 is going to be on a Monday. So, for the next week, if you guys can send us any stories, we have a few so far We, got a, few, we got a few, we got quite a few. Actually, I got, I got a few more today. So, we got some stories. We want to kind of set an ambiance, we able to set, set the mood for next week. The campfire storytelling, yeah, something like that. So, we want your story. We'll give you a shout out. Tell us your story. Tell us your name. Tell us where you're from. Uh, we'll, we'll give you a shout-out as well. We want to give you guys a shout-out. And anyway, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun episode on the Halloween special. I think it'll be a blast. Always is a blast. Always I'm talk a blast. About it always is a And then while you're, while you're thinking about your stories, in the description, that's where you can find us. You can send us DMs. You can send us emails. Whatever is easier for you. But while you're there, why not please hit subscribe, hit follow, whatever it is. We appreciate it. And in fact, if you're enjoying the podcast, we wouldn't mind some reviews. Helps us. If people are looking for Paranormal podcasts, it helps us because it gets us out to the top of the list. And we would just appreciate it. Yeah, no dick pics, please. Don't want any of those. I am not going to say no to them. Okay, you wants them. <laughs> Send them to his personal page. <laughs> Slip your dick pics in his DMs. No, no, my wife would not be happy with that. Or would she? <laughs> I'm just saying if it's a, a Squatch dick pic, then that's okay. It's unexplained. Yeah, I want unexplained dick pics. <laughs> Aliens, dog man, no humans. That's gross <laughs> for me. Uh, only cryptids, please. <laughs> <laughs> only cryptids. <laughs> so, anyway, this episode, though, we are doing something a little different. So, because it is the Halloween season, still we still want some creepy stories for you. So, in case you guys maybe are new to the show or you're not very familiar with all of us, Ghosty and DVO are brothers. Get out of here. We are brothers. Brothers. <laughs> Meaning, we have the same parents. We grew up in the same house. However, What? what? Yeah, I know. However, our experiences in that house were different. But very much so. Yeah, very much so. And, uh, you know, I was abused. He wasn't. <laughs> he was a favorite. I was, I was locked under the stairs. Oh, this is so backwards. <laughs> so, so, anyway, Ghosty had different experiences. We're going to share that. Now, On we talked about this briefly, but this was on episode one as we were kind of just giving kind of stories about who we are, why we got into the paranormal, why are we starting this podcast? So we we kind of mentioned some of those stories, but again that was episode one. We're on episode eighty-three. Okay. We've we've been trucking along, so things have changed a couple of years in. So you might not remember the stories, or maybe you're kind of new to the podcast, so you didn't hear, you know, back on episode one. So and again, those are just some just very small tidbits, because we did talk about how we talk about it in full detail at one point. Finally, we're at that point. 83 episodes later, we're gonna talk about it. So we grew up in Midvale, Utah, and Beaker grew up in Sandy, Utah, one city over, went to the same high school. We didn't know Beaker in high school, but he was in between our grades. so I was a senior. <laughs> Beaker was a junior, you would have been a sophomore in the yes. same high school, and we <laughs> knew each other. <laughs> yeah. We knew each other. see seeing the halls. <laughs> but anyway, let let's go back. Let's talk about telling people what age, or what's the earliest you can remember? Because it all happened in the same house, right? It wasn't before we grew up in another house, only for the first few years of our life. It was very brief. Mm -hmm. You were just a a baby, not even quite a toddler. What's crazy is when we moved into that house in Midville, I was only two years old, and I remember that vividly. I remember the walkthrough of the house. Yeah, I remember. And I was four. Yeah, and I was two years years old, and I vividly remember that. I remember the carpet. I remember the wallpaper. I remember, I remember the memories. people. I remember their faces. So that's interesting. That's I think that's like my my furthest back memory. But that has that was a paranormal though. Right. <laughs> but, um, we bought it from ghosts. But that house was not haunted. It, it, there was no deaths in that house. Our right. parents were the third the, owners. Third everybody? owners, but and they the, knew the owners. The house wasn't old when they bought it either. It was kind of like passed on pretty soon i think mm. house is maybe 10 years old if that maybe they maybe not even 10 years old when i right. bought it right. and and uh yeah and nothing bad's that's, happened so there so if if you know that that's still a new house that's it was a still new newer house. house and then uh and things didn't start happening i wouldn't say till 6 years old was the first thing six and i don't remember this our mom told me this okay what is that story so i was taking a poop nice just like i should as we all should and I think so I was in the upstairs hallway bathroom and were you were you in school at this point or no you I don't I don't remember okay it's fine but so you're six you're upstairs in the there's uh, there's a bathroom in the hallway, hallway. Of, the, of the living room so I'm up there and my mom ended up going downstairs our mom. yeah our mother <laughs> went somewhere else and I, she started she heard me calling for her and when she came up, I asked her why she shut the door or why why she did something. And she goes, "Oh, it must have been the wind." And I told her, but "In the house? Yeah. Well, the w- the, the windows are open. Okay. The windows are open. It could have caused a sure, sure." And she was just trying to rationalize, like right. everyone else. You right. know, I'm Trying to not make your kid be scared. Well, so yeah. Most people don't run to ghosts as the answer. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Like you're as not gonna freak and your it's kid it's out. Not. As and if, it's if your not. kid says that, and I don't, if the parent goes, "Oh my God!" Like freaking out. Sure. Everyone's no, no gonna do that. They're gonna try to rationalize so you don't freak your kid right. out. Right. So, she told me, yeah, it's probably just the wind. And I told her, well, no, the handle turned. Hmm. So, I don't remember this, but it was shortly after our grandpa died, her, her father. And he lived with us for a while. Okay. So, it was shortly after he had passed and this had happened. So, my mom, she kind of figured that's who it was. Did she say that to you then? Or? No. No, this was later in life. She okay. told me this later. When, we, when our dad would ask Hey, Dale, tell those stories again of things that happened, blah, blah, blah. So she still never accepted it until you had recalled, all these as an adult, all yeah. these stories. Okay, hey, well, maybe that one time was, was yeah, then she, my father she and your grandfather. Okay. Well, she had told me that. She thought that's what it was, but just tried not to ever think about it okay. anymore. So that was so probably our, the And first. our mom grew up in the Philippines, and there's a ton of stories of hauntings and ghosts and things like that in the Philippines that our mother has told us growing up. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of ghost stories there, and uh, so, so she's not she new. Yeah, she's not unfamiliar concept, yeah. with the whole concept of spirits. Yeah, in fact, she's had circumstances where she has seen her father as a as a spirit, and she has circumstances where she thinks soon after her brother passed away in the Philippines, here in the states, here in Utah, he that visited. he visited her in in a form of a of a, of a different type of form. So, but uh, I want to say. When things started happening on a regular basis, like around that age, I remember always being, like when i try to go to sleep at night, I'd hear things in the room above mine. Yeah. And I would hear footsteps walking around up there a lot, because you could hear footsteps in that house. It's very creaky. Right. Yeah, it's, it's creaky. It, you know, and this wouldn't, that, that's, that last story is not going to be your last story about our grandfather either. Our no. Our eternal grandfather. We'll get to those. Anyway. Yeah, in that house, I, I can agree... But yes, I would hear what sounded like footsteps, and I'd be home alone. And I would be, so both of our room, in fact, downstairs was three bedrooms. Our parents, me, and you. Yeah, so, and this bedrooms. house was a Rambler, so it's one, like it's, it looks like a one, one level, but then there's a basement. Yeah, and in the basement was three bedrooms. And so we each had our own room, and our parents had a room. And I'd be downstairs home alone in my room, and I would, I thought somebody was home. You know, and that's how that was a sure sign. You wouldn't always hear the door open, but you would start hearing people walking around. Oh, people are home, and you go upstairs and check. Hey, who's who's home now? And I'd be like, Oh, hey, who's up there? And nobody would be up there. I swear, I heard footsteps. No, again, like any house, there's creaking. You would hear that often. You would hear a a stair possibly creak, the hallway would creak. It just every house does this, right? We can agree and all that. Every house does this. So we. You know, we accepted the fact that the house is settling, the house is moving, the that expands, like makes, creates the like yeah. wood. And we always accepted and, that. Yeah, but there'd be times where, like, like you said, I would, I thought, I didn't have these experiences. That's why Ghosty's telling all these stories. But I didn't have these experiences. However, there would be times where I, I would hear. I thought somebody's home walking from the kitchen down into one of the other bedrooms, one of the guest rooms, and down the hallway. I'm like oh somebody's home. Let me finish what I'm doing, and then then I'll go upstairs and check who's home, and no one would be home. So so yeah go on. So at night I would hear these as a child, and it wasn't till, and I, I remember even telling my mom at night. You know I'd go in the room or tell them, and they'd always just think I'm over imagining things. Well anyways, I would say about fourth grade. Well it was fourth grade, so I was about ten. Okay. And because I couldn't I remember, I was doing my dinosaur report. That was the big thing in fourth grade. You had to do a dinosaur report. That was like your big you Remember the dinosaur? Iguanodon, because I copied you. <laughs> so I'm doing my dinosaur report. Our mom had taken you to your orthodontist appointment because your mouth was all jacked up. My mouth was <laughs> jacked up. I wore braces. <laughs> I wore braces. So you'd have these orthodontist appointments when she'd uh-huh. get off work. And you guys would be gone. Like your, I remember your appointments were always at like 4 or 5 o'clock. After school, yeah. And I wouldn't go because there was nothing for me to do there. <laughs> You'd be so bored. I'd, yeah, so I'd just stay home and do homework. So we had this uh, dining area that's attached to the kitchen. And I would sit in there. And there's like two steps that go down from the kitchen level into the dining room. It's just two steps. Mm-hmm. And then it's a big open dining room. And you have full view of the kitchen. And you can see into the living room. Yeah and I'm sitting at the dining table doing my homework and the footsteps that I would hear in the hallway like at night were super loud there so I'm sitting in the dining room and I can hear these footsteps loudly in like a hallway yeah in the hall in the hallway of the living room so through the kitchen into the living room down, in, in down this hall I cannot see down the hallway but I can only see the entrance of the hall so my dog also, we had the dog at the time, and he also heard these loud footsteps, and it freaked him out. He jumps up, and he runs to the living room, and I'm watching him, and he's <coughs> staring down the hallway. Okay. And he's vicious. You, you can't see down the hallway. I can't see down right. the hallway. I can only see him and see that he's facing down the hallway. Yeah, 90 degrees from you. Yep. And he's growling and barking at something. The, whatever was making all that loud noise, his hair standing up. And he's like vicious. When you say loud noise, you're talking about loud footsteps? Loud footsteps, okay. like a loud stomping. Boom. Like at least two or three loud ones mm. that would actually, like the creaking, the thuds. And like it startled me and it startled him enough to, to run over there. And he could, he was seeing something. So he's barking at it, growling at it, and then all of a sudden he the, that hair on the back of his hair, neck is yeah, raised all up. raised up. Because I remember he, would do, he that would happen to him. He He stops and he runs to me and goes under my chair and he's facing, now he's, He's hiding under my chair, and he's crying, growling at the same time. Facing the hallway. Facing the hallway. Like, he just got his ass scared. hmm So now I'm scared. Sure. So... You're home alone. I'm home alone, and I just... I, gra- I remember just grabbing this, the telephone, the home phone, and running was, out It was a cordless... The cordless phone. cordless phone. pull-out antenna. This was the 80s, baby. <laughs> Mid-90s, maybe. No, late... Early 90s. Early, early 90s. 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. Cordless phone. Yeah. Those are new. And, uh... I remember just going out to the backyard and just calling my friends and just trying to talk to somebody. Just yeah. calling somebody to talk because I was freaked out. So you're just standing in the backyard. Yeah, just okay. standing, just waiting. And then you guys get home, and I, I don't, I don't think I ever told our mom or you that that day what had happened to me. So you just, you just hung out outside. I just hung home. out in the backyard doing my homework until somebody came home, and I felt safe to go back inside the okay. house. And like you know, after they go in and if everything's cool, I'm going. <laughs> okay. And so that was like the big, the first big thing that happened. To me. All right. Um, and it was after that it was like more things would happen. Like I would hear more footsteps. I would have lights that would turn on. Um, when you say that lights turn on, what do you mean? By, what lights? Like uh, my bedroom light. So you would be in your room in the dark, and then nope. low, I the would bunk? be upstairs. Okay. And I would look down the stairs, and my light would be on. Okay. And I knew it was off before. I knew I had turned it off, and there would be no reason for it to be on. Okay. And I remember going down there, and when I turned it off, it would like the light switch would be like halfway. Mm. And I'm like, it would it would be weird to me because I, I could never do that. I could never get it halfway. Right. And so it was always so weird how that would end up being halfway when it would. It, I don't know. It was weird. So it almost looked like did I create this? Did I do this? Um hmm. But when I started realizing. That it wasn't me doing that was I would get a sensation. I started picking up on these sensations that were like almost an electronic shock in the air. There was almost like a electricity in the air that I would feel. and I would hear almost like a buzzing in my ear. Hmm. And as soon as I hear this buzzing we I'd didn't this, live No I'd get this like lines. weird buzzing kind of frequency. Okay. I'd hear this frequency, and I would feel like an electronic charge in the air, and I knew something was going to happen. And I would just, like, look around and just wait, dreading it, you know? Yeah. And then usually I'd hear something, something would happen. So, like, when you say you'd hear things, something would happen. What do you mean? Are you talking about footsteps? Oh, uh, yeah, like foot footsteps. Light turning on? Knocks or something coming from my... Uh, if I was downstairs, I'd hear something upstairs or vice versa. Okay. Um, and then I, the one of the scariest things happened soon after all this. This was probably the most scary thing. And it was the same situation where you were at an appointment with our mom. Our dad's at work, and I'm home doing homework. Okay. And, well, actually, no, no. I was watching TV. Okay. And I'm sitting on the, uh, I'm sitting on, well, no, I'm laying on the kitchen floor. And I'm laying down to where my elbow's on the floor propping my head up. Okay. And the stairs that go down to the basement where our bedrooms are, is right well, by my head. Why are, you, why, are you, why are you laying on the kitchen floor? Because we had a TV in the kitchen. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. So I said I was watching TV. I said oh, okay. that. I'm watching TV, so I'm laying on the floor watching TV, and I had my head propped up on my arm. and So my head is in my palm, elbows on the ground, and ex- my head is facing towards the stairs. And I get that electronic charge, and i kind of feeling something, and then I hear the bottom step. Boom. Mm. and I look down, and then you hear the creaking. Was, it, was there a dog with us at this time? Yeah. He's so like, you and the dog. This was soon after. Like yeah. I said, this was soon after. You and the dog are home alone. Yeah. We're just staying. It's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Bright as hell outside, hot outside, and so yeah, I get, I've, I know something's going to happen. I hear that footstep on the bottom step, and then the creaking as it releases. Mm-hmm. As and the pressure we, is released from the as step. As the pressure is coming off the step, and you hear that creaking as it releases. Yeah cuz as you live in a house you you hear the sounds you make as you walk through the house you sure. know the sounds exactly so that was a it was a loud footstep and a, and the creaking coming up off of it so i'm looking down the stairs now going what the hell was that and then the next step boom and then the creaking coming off and now i'm like more alert and like goosebumps like freaking sure, out yeah and then i hear like it starts running up the stairs at me and I freaked out. Yeah. So I jumped up, same thing, grabbed the phone, <laughs> ran out the ran out the, the side door of our kitchen and me and the dog. I he didn't like he wasn't reacting to this. I think it just it was happening so fast okay. that I remember just grabbing him, grabbing the phone and ran out the door. And I'm freak you know, kinda of freaked out now. Like this thing kinda of came running at me. Like sure, it was charging sure. me. Like it was coming up the steps. It yeah. was coming up the steps at me, and it started running. You don't see anything. I can't see it. I can't see shit. it's just it's running at me. I'm yeah. freaking out. So now I go outside. I'm standing in the driveway, and I'm kind of like side door the side to door the driveway. to the driveway. And now Carport, I say. I'm kind of like spinning. Like what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I'm walking down the driveway to the front of the house. And now I'm in front of the house in the middle of the driveway. My back's turned to the house, and I hear a boom. The big bay window of the, of the living room, just something hits it. And I look, I could see the glass vibrating violently. From being hit. From being hit. And we had those long hanging blinds. Yeah. And those were waving. They were all waving. And it's all happening on the inside of the house. Uh-huh. And I was the only one home. And now I'm outside the house. What the hell just did that? Sure. So I freak out again. And now I run towards the backyard. And we have an apricot tree. We had an apricot tree back there that I would always climb. And I'm like, I need to get to the top of that tree. (laughs) So you're running (laughs) down the driveway again. So now I'm going up the driveway back to the backyard. And as I'm passing, we always had this kitchen window cracked open for our swamp cooler, really, like the air to get out. Mm -hmm. And with that gap in that window, I could hear in the house, and it, it sounded like the utensils getting dumped. All over the place. Like, wow. I could hear utensils getting dumped. So you hear it sounds like just like clanging of the silverware. Yeah. Clanging and, together, and dropping like on sliding, the counter. like sliding and banging. and Like I'm hearing all this crashing sounds in the house. And now I'm like, I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> so I run up that tree. And I'm, just, I'm there for maybe an hour until I see our dad coming around the corner. And we lived on the corner. And we had a side gate. And I remember I didn't even want to go near the house. I Uh went out the side gate and around the house. And I was trying to run to meet him. So I ran down the tree, running around the house, trying to meet him before he got to the door, going Uh the longest way possible. And I get to him as he's opening the door. I'm like, before you in there, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. He's like, what? So you're warning him, hey, you're gonna walk in. There's gonna be disaster. Yeah, I'm like, whatever you see, I didn't do it. I was out here the whole time. You're imagining there's gonna be silverware. There's the whole, I would imagine over, the kitchen is the upside down, open, everything's spilled on the floor, on the counter. That's right. what. That's uh, exactly what I was expecting. And he opens the door and we look inside and everything's fine. Interesting. And I'm just like, I'm not crazy, Dad. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> What was his reaction when you said this? Like, So you were telling him beforehand, if you walk in... Well, he's already else. opening the door. Okay, and I'm like, da, 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 whatever you see, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, I didn't do it. And he's like, what? You didn't do what? I'm like, whatever you see inside, I didn't do it. And he like, we, and he's already opening the door. Thinking this kid be. did something. Yeah, so now he <laughs> wants to see. Uh-huh. And so he opens it and we both look and it's completely fine. So what does he say? Like, what, what are you this talking like, about? He's like, what is the matter with you? And I'm just like, Nothing. Okay. Nothing weird, shit. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it was hard because I remember trying to tell them stuff when things were happening, and they were always trying to be like, "Your, your, it's your imagination. It's this, that, and the other." So it, there was no believing me. There was no. There was nothing I could say that would be like getting them to to sure, right, want right. to hear th- it, wanting to because they would just want me to shut up about it. It's like, and you're ten. Yeah. So, you know, like, imaginations run crazy. Who knows? Uh, So, it wasn't something I could, like, talk to anybody about. Right. And then I remember, uh, let's see, there was... hmm, What was some other good ones that happened? Oh, so, I would always get these sensations of something watching me in two parts of the house. Okay. And I never understood why... But it made sense later because those were the two locations where things were were happening. One being at that entrance of the hallway. Okay. I remember I would come home at night for you know coming, doing stuff and coming home at night and I'd go down the stairs and every time I go down the stairs I always could tell somebody's standing there watching me. Okay. They're just watching me we'll come coming and walk down the stairs. It always freaked me out because I knew somebody's there. And then at the bottom of the stairs, between from my bedroom to the bathroom, being. Three steps away, there was always somebody right there at the bottom of the stairs watching that happen. Like, every time I walk, I would always have that sensation of somebody watching. And I never understood why. But it made sense later, after thinking about things, especially this next story, where I just had gotten out of the shower. Okay. This is, again, evening time, sun's still out. You and our mom are home. And... For whatever reason, I needed to take a shower first, and then we were going to go to the grocery store with okay. our mom. we well, are stinky I'm, all the time, so... Who knows? This is a <laughs> little jungle boy. So, after I get out of the shower, I am about to get dressed. You and our mom are outside doing something in the backyard waiting for me. And I just have a towel on. And our dressers... we ha- Our mom got us the dressers with a mirror on them. Uh-huh. And... As I'm turning, I still have my towel on, and I'm turning and I'm looking. I look at the mirror and I look at myself, but I could see behind me, and I see my doorway entrance, and in my doorway entrance, there's an old lady grabbing my, my doorframe door door frame with her head peeking inside. Wow. <laughs> and I see her hands and I see her head. And her head, it was an old white lady with a white afro. Okay. And she's just looking at me. Did she had like an evil face. Like no. She looked like a grandma. She just looked or? like a grandma. Okay. There wasn't anything sinister to her face. Okay. Nothing bad. It was just looked like some old lady. But she had her hands in the door frame and had her head in my room looking at me. Hey, young whippersnapper, let's see and this. And I turn around. Like, I, I'm like. Uh, how old do you think you were at this point? Around the same age, okay. 10, 11. I, was, okay. I might have been a little older at this point. So maybe 11 might have been the next year. <laughs> so I turn around. There's nothing in my doorway. But I know exactly what I saw. I was vivid. And I just know that I have to go through that damn door to get out of my room. Uh-huh. I was trying to rationalize how to get out of my window. When it, with our <laughs> with our were small rooms, windows they're in the basement. And so our windows were maybe like 12 inches, not even that, maybe 8 inches tall by, I don't know. 18 inches 18 wide. inches wide, yeah. yeah, something like that. It was just impossible to squeeze through that thing. I was trying to rationalize how to make that happen. Because I was like, how do I get through that damn door? There's no cell phone for you to call somebody. <laughs> no. So I just remember, like, making this leap where I was like, I'm grabbing whatever clothes I can, whatever I'm grabbing, I'm taking with me, I'm, I broke the hangers, I just ripped it off and ran up the stairs, and I remember getting dressed, I'm still wet, and I'm getting dressed at the top of the stairs, and I run outside to you guys, I'm like, hey, you guys ready to go to the store, let's go to the <laughs> store, I'm all ready to go, <laughs> I think my mom was like, why don't you dry your hair first? <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's a hot it's sunny day. <laughs> it's, it's nice out here, let's get out of here, right? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so that one that one was a scary one. Um, yeah, especially not expecting to see an older lady looking at you. Right. Coming out of the shower. Um, I've had where there's two separate occasions where I've experienced what they call uh, sleep paralysis. But the difference in my situations were I was never asleep yet, nor had I even tried to fall asleep yet. Okay. Still wide awake. Uh, the first time, I remember I'm laying in bed, and I just turned off the TV, and I turned to face my wall, and the wall was kind of shining green from the VCR light. Okay. The VCR light that had as a time uh-huh. left that green hue in the room. Right. So I can see that reflection all over my wall. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, I remember getting, like, it blackened. and So this just happened. I just per- barely turned everything off. I just turn over, and I'm looking at the wall still, and all of a sudden, it just starts getting darker. Okay. And I kind of lay on my back, and I kind of turn, and I freeze. Something's there. And it's like, just like this darkness right there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I get overwhelmed with, like, this crazy amount of fear. I'm, like, terrified, but I can't move, and I can't breathe, I can't talk. I'm just, like, frozen. And... I remember hearing stories about other friends that had mentioned something like this, like older cousins or whatever, and they had mentioned something like this before. Like a p- sleep paralysis. Yeah, but not the actual term or anything like yeah. that. They just kind of mentioned what things had happened to them. And I rem- and I, it, I, started like thinking about that. I'm like, holy shit, I'm experiencing that right now. And I remember trying to yell, and I couldn't yell. Nothing uh-huh. was coming out. And then something happened where finally a squeak came out. The moment I was able to squeak out a noise, it lightened up in my room, like instantly. Whoa. And all of a sudden I could breathe. I was like, what was that? That was, that was intense. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to say maybe a couple years after that, I experienced it again. Except this time, same type of situation. Maybe it wasn't years. maybe it was like a year later. Um, turned off everything and I put the remote control down and I'm about to grab the covers and pull them up. As I looked down to grab the covers, it looked like there was like a black cat that curled up on my chest laying on me. And the moment I looked down and saw that, boom, it hit me again. And I'm like frozen, terrified, can't breathe, can't move, can't talk. And they had to do this exact same thing. I'm like trying to yell. And then finally, squeak comes out. And the moment it does, that dark thing that was curled up there is not there anymore. Wow. It, and it was just so, such a weird thing. And it's never happened again since then. Hmm. Did you have another situation where, was that another possible sleep paralysis where something jumped on you or, and left? And and that, that could have been a dream. Like, I'm still okay. trying to rationalize that as a dream just because I do remember something where I woke up to something holding me down and then waking up and having like handprints there. But I don't know if I did that, if I was holding okay. myself, you know? Okay. So... With it being at a time where I wasn't like really trying to debunk much, I'm going to say that could... Well, tell the story anyway, just as a possibility. Yeah, so it was more of a possibility that it was more of that type of, type of situation, but it was a dream. Hmm. And I was sleeping at that. So that could have been that could have been a nightmare, and that could have been me doing that. But yeah, it was, it was the same type of situation where seeing somebody, seeing like an yeah. old lady looking all crazy mean and jumping and holding you down hmm. and then waking up, like pushing it off and waking up and then kind of like, well, that was crazy. And I remember like, I think I got up to go to the bathroom When I came back in my room and saw the light. Like I had handprints here, but it could have been like, on your know, shoulders like, on your chest. Yeah, like right here on uh, the front of my shoulders. But I mean, it could have been me doing that just okay. pressing and like in the nightmare or in the dream. So, Trying to rationalize that, I didn't really like try to measure anything either. I I was just more just kind of freaked out. And you're you're young. Yeah. So, uh, and then I do remember seeing uh, our grandpa. So another story was watching the TV in the in that kitchen, and you and I were both in there watching TV this time. And I was sitting on the, just right in front of the TV, so just flat. You were sitting to my left on the two steps that go down into the dining room. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of behind me in my peripheral vision. And you had got up and walked around me and then walked down to the basement to our parents' room. I seen you do it. I knew you did it. But after some time had happened, I could still see you in my peripheral. So I thought you were there. (laughs) So I'm still watching TV and something funny happened. I laugh, I don't hear you laugh, so I turn to see why you're not laughing, and then i it's my grandpa, it's our grandpa, our mm-hmm. mom's dad. But he's, it's a silhouette, and... So uh, like, of clothes, of blackness, what, what do you mean, do you remember? So, the sil- like, it's black silhouette, uh, like a shadow it's person, a shadow. Okay. but not like a normal shadow person, because a shadow person is just a shadow, like, just that dark color. This was more like, I could see through it, but it was like snowy, like the Channel 3. Like if you were to watch uh, like the Channel 3 when you are back in the day. Yeah, this is the 90s, baby. Yeah, 90s. (laughs) When when you would run your VCR, you'd have to put it on Channel 3. Yeah. Because that's the channel that didn't exist and it's all snow. Yeah. So, uh, um, it was like that. It was like snowy. It was like that snowy, staticky, and inside of that silhouette. But it was more dark. It wasn't like white, a lot of whiteness. It was more dark. Okay. But I could see through it. And it was like, when I turned and looked at him, he turned and looked at me. No features, just all silhouette. But I knew exactly who it was. But it it happened so fast. We made connection and I instantly knew who it was. And he didn't like slowly disappear. It was just blink of an eye gone. Like, I blinked and it was gone. So, you're looking at it straight on and it looks black and white, snowy, static. Yeah, and so when I turned and looked at him, he actually wasn't looking at me. He was sitting on the stairs actually facing the, the window. Like, he wasn't looking at the TV. He, he was looking the other direction. Yeah, looking off to the side. But when I turned and looked at him, he turned his head and looked at me. And then we made that connection and he it was, it was gone. When, and when you say I knew who it was, even though you couldn't see features, how is that? The silhouette. Okay. The silhouette. Like if I, I instantly knew it was the shape of his head, his face, his like hair. His, yeah, I could see the pro his profile. I knew it was him, hmm. and it was just, it was a it was a mental connection maybe also, but I I instantly knew who it was, and I knew it wasn't there for any harm. But it scared the shit out of me. Sure, yeah. So I remember booking it downstairs, and you guys were all on our parent, Like, our parents and you were all on the bed. And I remember jumping on the bed, and I told everybody what just happened to me. And you guys, I remember, seemed intrigued and asked questions, but at the same time, were just making fun of me for, like, thinking I'm crazy or my imagination's going wild. And I'm, like, trying to tell you guys how excited I was about seeing this just now and not... Getting the reaction of like, wow, that's incredible. More, like, <laughs> okay, goofball, get out of here. Yeah. So again, it's hard. It was hard to talk about these things, and uh, it it was just wild because I was scared and I right. was. Yeah, it was it was a lot happening, and then uh, later on. You know, a lot of things had, would go on, just small stuff. A lot of small stuff would happen. Uh-huh. We'd get, uh, you know, like the, like I said, lights and footsteps and stuff like that. And then one time, oh, well, actually, before I get to that, we had water beds also yeah. during this time. And at night, I would get that sensation, you know, something's about to happen. And then waiting around, what, what is it? What's going to happen? Something would sit on my damn bed, at the foot of my bed, and the water would plop and get the ripples of the waves and I'd start rocking in my bed going just get out of here get here, out of here <laughs> did you ever say that I like get out of here yeah okay and you know I would just wait for it to go away or for the bed to stop moving sometimes I would feel it get off sometimes I wouldn't sometimes it just kind of disappeared it happened it probably only happened maybe a handful of times okay um, and then there was one night where I was in my room watching TV and you were home and our cousin was home and I, I've, I've talked about this one before where this cloud came out from under my bed.
1: So and you laying again, on your bed. I'm so not laying
0: on my bed. bed. Oh. I'm sitting sideways on my bed. I'm sitting like cross-legged, sideways, parallel on my bed. I'm facing the side of my bed because that's where the TV was. The TV was off to the side of my room. So my bed faced one way. The, the TV faced the side of my bed. So I'm sitting sideways on my bed, cross-legged. As I'm sitting there, we don't have an under the bed because it's, it's wood that goes straight to the ground. Yeah. Well, this thing comes from under my bed and it's like a cloud that comes out and forms right in front of my what face. Color. And this this is white, but that same that snowy, that same snowy, but this mm, one was like staticky a, looking. That one. staticky looking snowy, channel 3, but this one was more white than mm. the other one. Like I said the other one was black of the of our grandpa. This one was white. And this one formed more of like a cloud where it was kind of like, you know, the top came out like pointed a little bit, and then kind of got wide, kind of like a cotton candy. Okay, okay. Kind of like a cotton candy, but a little wider in the middle. Okay. And then more tapered down to the bottom. Okay. And it was just floating right in front. It just stayed there. It just stayed right there. It came and formed, and it stayed, and I kind of came down to the foot of my bed a little bit, and it, and it seemed like it was kind of turning and following me. And I was calling you into my bedroom. I was calling our cousin to come in here. Look at what I'm seeing. You guys need to come in here. You refused. You were talking on the phone. You did not want to come in my room. It was a cordless phone, son of a bitch. Come in here. <laughs> talking to girls. Either way, like, you could talk to them and come in my room. And <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know what you're seeing, right? And and you're just the annoying little brother. And, and our cousin's upstairs. I can hear him in the kitchen making food. I'm telling him, come down here and look at this. So like, no, you come up here and look at this. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you guys. And so I, I remember sliding down the foot of my bed, and this thing is following me. Not like not like coming down. The, did it look tangible? Like did it look like you could touch it yeah, if you wanted to? It looked like I could okay. touch it. Okay, uh, but you didn't want to. No, I didn't want to. It didn't look like I could actually grab it because I could see through it. So I felt oh. like I could probably put my hand in it, but not really grab anything. But I so this thing as I go down the foot of my, to the foot of my bed it, and I'm getting off the bed. It, it looks like it's rotating. It's not. It's not floating away towards me or anything. It's staying put, but rotating almost. Like it's almost like it's a face following you as you move yeah Yeah. like it almost like it it's yeah just kind of turning and following like watching me um so i go upstairs i'm telling my cousin i go in your room and you're just being a bitch on the phone like (laughs) so i run upstairs and then i'm telling my cousin exactly what i'm seeing and so now he wants to go look so we run down the stairs and it's gone and i was just so so frustrated like I could yeah, have, we can tell. If anyone's listening or watching, they can tell Yeah, the strangers. frustration is still, still... Yeah, I still am. I still am because it was like... Huh. This was legit. Like, anybody could see this with your eyes. You, you just need to... You know what you think? Who knows? Yeah. I, but I would have figured if I'm seeing this with my eyes, you guys should be able to see this. And if we have all of us seeing this, this is going to be an amazing story. <laughs> because now it's not just me saying bullshit to you uh-huh. guys. It's actually you witnessed something. And I was trying to get that to happen and nobody wanted to participate. So that one slipped through. Of course, was more of a testament of knowing the little kid you were uh, t- Retired retired your shit. <laughs> <kid. laughs> uh, but so that was uh, that one was super like almost had witnesses to to see something with me on that one. And then uh, let's see, another good one was Well. Let's see, the first time I actually felt a spirit touch me, and this happened so like, our our grandfather on our dad's side moved in with us later, and I want to say I was about 13 or 14 at this age, and when the moment he moved in with us, everything stopped. That was so weird, because, and when I've spoken to other mediums, they've told me like I somehow turned off a switch, Okay. But I wonder if him moving in kind of helped that. I don't know. But it, it almost seemed like the moment he moved in was with us is when everything shut off. And it wasn't till later. Uh, I want to say I was maybe like 18 or 19 at this time. I was walking out of your old bedroom, which was now like the, the computer was in there and a futon TV and stuff was in there. I was in there doing something on the computer. And I just got off and I was walking out of that room as our mom was walking out of her room. And we were meeting each other in... In that little landing at the bottom of the stairs, and as I'm walking out of that room, my shoulder flies forward. I feel a, a finger poke my back okay. of my shoulder and push me, and it just, like kind of p- poke me and push me forward, and just so just my just my shoulder kind of rolled, and I hey. and I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Mom, did you see that? Did you see my?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I didn't do that." <laughs> so she's like, "What?" And I just was like, "That was weird. This is what I just felt." Uh-huh. Uh. And, you know, that was the first time I actually felt a touch. It, was, it was awkward. It was very awkward. Hmm. And then there was a time I had already moved out of the house, and you were still living there, but you were in now living in the room upstairs, and it was the room above my old bedroom. And I would come over there a lot. And At the end of the hall, the <laughs> creepy hallway. Yeah. And I remember going from, yeah, I went in your room. I was, I ha- I was hanging out over there one night. We were going to go do something. And I was in your room, and I was—I had to leave your room to go into the kitchen for something. And as I left your room and was walking through the hallway, I could feel there was something trying to hold, stop me. There was something, like a mass in the hallway. And I remember walking into it, and it was heavy. It was thick. And I had to, like, push. I had to, like, actually, like, force my way through it. It was almost weird. I, and it was, like, as I'm walking, I'm, like, kind of pushing my way through it. And hmm. then... It came out of it and it was like light again. Like every like the thickness was gone and it was like like all this whatever the pressure was gone. It was so strange. And uh again, yeah, right there in that hallway. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Um I'm trying to think of some other good ones that happened. It's been a while since I've told some of these stories. <laughs> and while you think about that, I'll tell you know, our mom and her stories at the beginning of her father. She was outside in, in our backyard and she was just doing some gardening out, out in the back and the neighbors, they were also a little elderly, and she she heard one of the neighbors kinda of, kinda of walking up along. We had a the in the backyard that separated our house and the neighbors' house, which is a little brick wall, it's probably two or three about three feet tall, three or four feet tall, not very big. You can just you can see our neighbors, they could see us. We'd say hi all the time, very friendly with each other. And there was a time where he walked up and she kinda of saw you know, she could hear she kinda of he kinda of shuffled his feet again he was elderly at this time and he kind of shuffled his feet didn't talk much and he shuffled his feet and so she heard him kind of saw his shadow coming up and she looked up to you know say hi to him even though it was his outfit it was it was our neighbor it was him it was his outfit and everything but her his face was was her father our grandfather and that was his face and she kind of was just in shock and then it just kind of went away and it was it was our neighbor again so she had that experience um, in the backyard the night time in the backyard it was the day of or the day after her brother passed away in the Philippines so like he passed um, that night and mm-hmm. it was that next day she was kind of in mourning and that's when it was like a bubble yeah like she was... somebody was blowing bubbles it was they said it was just like a, a regular bubble but it came from like ac- across the house like over the house they are in the backyard so it came from like some corner over the house and it floated all the way to them, and they said it. It, it kind of floated. But it, what, it was those bubbles. It wasn't like liquid soap bubbles. It was those plasticky bubbles. I don't know if you remember those. These were really yeah, I know crappy toys. that I'm, I'm trying to explain to people here. It was a really, it was a really crappy toy. It was like you got like a no, little no, no. straw. I know what you're talking about, but no, they didn't say it was. It was like that consistency. They didn't I say. say it was my like dad that. said. It was, was, you got like a little plastic straw, and you got this little waxy waxy stuff. Yeah, and you put out the end of the the straw, and you blew into it. It would make, it would form a bubble, and that's the kind of texture that it was, and because my, our father was with our mom in the backyard, and just kind of floated over, and no one, they were outside for many hours, and there, there was no kids around or anything like that, and just kind of, and it was floating, right? Came, came over, came, floated, and it kind of stopped right in front of our mom, and then she reached out and touched it, and popped no, that's not what happened. No. happened? no, so calm down, jeez. <laughs> so this bubble, and it did not have like they said it was just a, a, like just a normal, like what you would see from someone blowing bubbles, and they were just in shock because where it came from, no bubbles last that long in the air, and so yeah, they, they said it came down right in front of our mom's face and kind of sat there for a second, and then. After it was there in her face, like it just stayed kind of still for a little bit, and then it floated over to where our dad was sitting, and him and our uncle was kind of sitting on this uh swing, and it floated over to them, and he swatted at it, mm. and it just kind of floated upwards away, so he couldn't swat it, and then went over that fence into the neighbor's yard and slowly lowered to the grass and then didn't pop, but it just shrank down to nothing I don't know. Mm, okay. So okay, they swatted, it. They yeah, so the head head swatted head at it. Yeah. So our dad swatted at it when it came head towards head. him, and it mm. floated away, so he couldn't swat it, and then drifted over to the neighbor's yard, settled late, just slowly settled onto the grass, and then slowly just shrunk down to nothing. It didn't. But did not pop on the not, grass blades. Right. Yeah. pretty interesting. Um, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. So like, why do you think out of the four of us in the house, you know, me, you, and our parents. Why were you the one that was seeing, feeling, whatever, these, these situations? I was probably more open, um, accepting to that other realm, knowing that there were spirits or I could feel things. Uh, maybe the spirits knew I was able to acknowledge them. And so they were probably coming to me to ask me things or they could have just been, you know, spirits just kind of wander into houses. Some people have attachments or whatever. They probably were attached to that house in a certain way or okay. attached to us in a certain way. Um, but whatever spirits were there, they, like, were trying to somehow get me to interact with them or some something. Okay, I just remembered something that would happen. Okay. This was one of the things that freaked me out a lot, was in the mornings, you were in middle school, I'm still in elementary school, our parents left for work already, so our parents would leave for work, then followed by uh, you, you would leave for middle school to catch the bus, bus. and then I probably was home for another 20-25 minutes Uh before I walked to school. So during that 20 minutes, I've already finished my breakfast, and now I'm just watching TV in the kitchen until it's time to walk. And we had these, every Filipino house has these chandeliers made of the inner lining of like abalone shells or some kind of clam shell Mm -hmm. where it's like that, almost a transparent, and then wire. it's wired into a a circle and it's all strung up in the chandelier. (laughs) Anyways, we had that hanging above our staircase. Every morning, okay, not every morning, but many mornings Uh after you guys would all leave, and I was by myself, and this would never happen. This never happened in all the existence of living in that house because okay. there's no airflow that hits near the chandelier. Yeah, right, that's true. And as soon as you guys would be gone, it would vibrate. It wouldn't shake like wind was blowing on it or air was blowing, it would vibrate. It's like the whole chandelier. Like the whole chandelier is just shaking. And I would freak this out. Is probably like three feet. Long, maybe? Longer like, than you, that. It'd hang down from the ceiling. it uh-huh. hang down like, yeah, three... Maybe three and a half to four feet. is right. tall. So this whole thing would just start vibrating. And it only would happen... This was like... And I remember the first time it happened, I freaked out, turned off the TV, and went to school early. And then I remember coming home that day, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it was trying to figure out what would cause that to shake. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for airflow. I'm like, this has never happened in my whole life. I've never seen this thing move before. And I was trying to figure out I could never find that and i probably a few days later does it again. i freak out. i go to school mm. early. And back then the only thing to watch on Paranormal was you know Unsolved Mysteries would have an episode here and Once there that while, had something. Yeah. Uh, uh, sightings it was mostly UFO but there sometimes would be uh, something ghosts about there. Um, can't remember another show that was funny. Yeah I remember many. Yeah. Yeah there wasn't many shows to watch that had anything paranormal. So I the, whatever I did watch one day had these ghost hunters on there and they talked about yelling at them to leave you alone. Okay. And so I'm like, I'm going to give that a try. And so one morning, it's happening, and I yelled at it. I'm like, leave me the F alone. And it poof, completely stopped. So it didn't slow down to a stop? It did long. not slow down to a stop. It just stopped. came to a complete halt. Hmm. Instantly. The moment I yelled at it, boom. And then... uh Interesting. I still got freaked out and I left early, anyways. But it, <laughs> but it didn't happen again. It Never happened again since then. We, I mean, what do you think that is? What do you think the old lady was that was creeping around the room? What do you think? Who do you think shaking the chandelier? Who was who punched the window? What, do you think they were all different beings? Yes. I just, that we're just think like there were five spirits in the house, and they they all had their own place, and they all and amongst them, I would I had seen some shadow people. I saw shadow people there as well. Um, but I think there was five spirits that stay there on a constant basis, but not that they're haunting anything. And I, I wonder if the one that was running at me was more trying to get my attention and then frustrated that I'm running away from it instead of trying to help it. Mm. But at the same time, it could have just been something purposely trying to scare me, knowing that okay. I could see it no know, or knowing that I could hear it knowing that I was acknowledging it and maybe maybe got a kick out of it so our, our parents still live there they've had no experiences besides the one i just said about our mom um no no experiences there they've heard your stories and you know we still go back there for holidays or just for family gatherings what do you do you feel anything there do you still get the the vibe the that static feeling to you do you think there's anything still there hanging out? Yeah, they're still there. Um, the same ones? The same okay. ones, and they're not necessarily... Mainly the, the the two. The two presents at the bottom of the stairs in the hallway is still there. Hmm. But they're not there constantly. It's more They go visit the quiet. neighbors once in No, a it's quiet. <laughs> I don't know if they just disappear and just reappear when it's when it's quiet and nobody's around. Huh. Um, But it is just pretty much... Those two spots, there is still something that hangs out there, but not that it's bad, or not that think that they're trying to get attention either. It's just they're still there. I can feel things staring still. So I've, you know, besides the the times where I'd be home alone, I would think I heard somebody upstairs walking around, and maybe someone was walking around, just they weren't alive. <laughs> uh, there's only been one other circumstance there at the house that I I don't know what it was. I'll just, and I I think i mentioned mentioned before in a previous episode, maybe on that episode, but I'll mention again here, this was a time, this so the that financial housing crash of 2008, 2009, 2010, it, it actually affected both of us. We were both living separately in our own homes, and we both got foreclosed on, so we both moved back to our parents' house within, like, weeks of each other, mm-hmm. and there was a day where I was home alone, so our parents went to work, they worked in the, I think they left, I like got five or six in the morning to go to work and you went then you went to work same time maybe mm-hmm. right and i didn't work until around like 11 in the afternoon so i believe i was around 9 a.m. i woke up and i was like okay well i'm going i'm going to take a shower so again i'm home alone i i go in the shower in the bathroom that's downstairs and the, I close the door, but I don't close it all the way because again, I'm, I'm thinking I'm home alone, so I, I, I don't close it all the way. I don't close it shut. I just kind of close it so the door just touches the frame. Really, I'm taking a shower, and I hear three knocks. And instinctively, I just say, "Yes," like I'm like, "Yes, come in, go ahead. I'm 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 in the shower. I'm decent, you know. And you're not gonna walk in on me naked. Like yes." And then it kind of hits me. Wait, I'm home alone. There shouldn't be a knock at the door of the bathroom. There shouldn't be a knock at the bathroom door. So I hit the water. I run out of the bathroom. I'm also soaking wet. I run out to the uh, outside of the bathroom door is my bedroom door, where I'm staying. And I I grab in my sock drawer. I pull out my gun. I'm thinking somebody's in my house. I'm thinking somebody's in the house now, and they're probably robbing us. Because we've been robbed before at that house. Okay, that not when we were there. While we were all gone, the house has been robbed. So I'm thinking somebody's trying to rob the house. I grab my gun, I cock it, I run up the stairs, butt naked, dripping wet, and I I run around the house looking if there's anyone in the house. No one's in the house, and I, I'm starting to think like, is did did somebody knock on the window? Maybe I maybe I thought they knocked on the door, but maybe they knocked on the window again. This is the basement, so the window's only 8 inches by, like, 18 inches. Very small window. So I thought maybe somebody's in the backyard knocking on the window. The house is surrounded with windows. We have a lot of windows in this house. So I can, while I'm upstairs, and this is, again, this is like 10 a.m., I can look out all the windows, and no one's running around the backyard, no one's running down the street, no one's running around. So I don't know. You know, where? do they think I was you? Did they try to get my attention? Were they just trying to play a joke? Was somebody outside? I don't know. I don't know, but it it sounded like somebody knocked on the bathroom door loud. Like, I thought somebody was at the door. I thought maybe you were outside. Like, hey, I want to grab something from the bathroom. But then I'm like, wait, I'm home alone. So during this whole time, um, like you just mentioned, Mm -hmm. uh, we just got foreclosed on. I also went just had gone through my first divorce. Yeah. So, I had a shit ton of stress going on. Like, my stress levels were through the roof. And as this was happening, it was like that switch that turned off turned back on. Wait, wait, wait. So, when remember that switch the, where everything just stopped? I stopped experiencing shit. Mm-hmm. It was like all of a sudden that turned back on and I was experiencing things on a constant basis. It was weird. Like, what had started with, um, I would be at work or I'd be anywhere really. Mainly, I would notice it. It started. I started noticing it at work, mm-hmm. where I'd be busy doing something, and then my peripheral vision, somebody's walking towards me, and I'm waiting till they get to a certain point to know that okay, they're walking towards me. They must want me for something. I look up and nobody's there. Hmm. Like what the shit? I saw them, and then it happened. It would happen multiple times, and it was getting frustrating. And so uh, soon after that, I'm driving on the freeway. I'm taking my daughter. To her mom's house and it was like early morning uh, cold, cold morning and her and her uh, and my uh, ex's other son I'm taking them to their mom and I'm on the freeway, it's early morning and I'm making this uh, where it, it, the freeway kind of bends a little bit and so you see that median wall in the middle curve and but you can't see past it Yeah, and I see that coming up and I see a guy walking on the freeway, and I, he's wearing like all blue, almost looks like a like a shop, like wearing a shop suit or something, like a mechanic or whatever. Yeah, like a jumpsuit type yeah. Of thing. Yeah, and like all blue. And I see him walking in the shoulder, but right where it bends. And I see him make that, like where he curves around that bend and he disappears. But I see him walking, and I said it out loud, so the kids even heard me, I'm like, Damn, that sucks for that guy because it looks like, oh, his car must be broken down right at that curve, uh-huh. and he must have walked and got some gas or whatever. Right. Anyways, right as I drive past, and this happened within seconds, of me seeing that, saying that, and turning that bend, there's no yeah, car you're, you're there. going like 70 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. So it came up quick. There's no car there. There's no person there. There's no break in the median that somebody could walk through, or there, the wall was too high for somebody to jump and climb, and if they did try to jump and climb, I Came up on it quick enough to where I would have seen them. Right. Nobody's there. Mm. I'm like, what the shit? And then again soon after that, this is and this is happening within like a week of each other. I'm seeing I had just gotten back to our parents' house and our parents were gone you were doing something and our parents had taken my daughter and uh my ex's son to like classic skating or something. And so they were on their way back home. You were gonna be coming home to and so I was only home there by myself for maybe half hour at most. While I'm there, I'm doing something in this one room where they have a TV now. And it's, it's that room that was above my old bedroom. It was your bedroom for a while too. Uh, I was in that room and I turned off the light and I walked out in the hallway to go down the hall into the living room because I was going to do something else. But as I turn off the light and turn to go into the hallway... I see a shadow person in the living room, look at me, like I just startled him, and then he booked it down the side of the couch, like he he darted, like I freaked him out. I was like, what the shit was that? I was like, I know what the hell I just saw, that was a a shadow person. So now, I'm trying to reenact what I just did to see if I can make that same thing appear, Uh to see if, was it my shadow? Did something happened to create a, a crazy shadow cast down that mm-hmm. way? So now I'm trying to just... I'm, I'm sitting there forever trying to recreate that. And then I'm waiting for cars to drive by to, to light up the living room a certain way with their headlights on different directions, like being on a corner, coming from di- different directions, just waiting yeah. for cars, watching the lights. I'm like, that was a shadow person. <laughs> so that was at that point that I decided... I want to start investigating. I want to I wanna find out why this shit's happening. I want to see why are they messing with me. Mm-hmm. Why is it that I am experiencing this and I want to capture it so other people can see what's happening. Because I know I'm not the only one experiencing this. Now there's tons of shows and they're capturing all sorts of evidence. Yeah, again, now, now we're talking about this is 2010-ish. And we were both living at our parents' house and we would watch these paranormal shows together. we watch it on on TV and we would watch these paranormal shows, and we 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 started talking like, why don't we, we can do this? this? Like, like we, we I have enough experiences equipment? that yeah. I would like to capture it, right? And i I mean, I've always was fascinated by the paranormal. I loved the you, the unsolved mysteries, and when they talk about the paranormal episodes, I loved those episodes. I was always fascinated by them. And you know, we were like we just found we both really love watching these shows. So we just got to the point where we thought, need we to can do it. We can buy this. Let's buy this equipment. Let's start doing it. And that's how we got into the, the investigating part of it all. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, soon after this happened to it, I got. It was I started dating my other ex, and we went on a trip to California, and we were walking through downtown Disney, and the outdoor mall area. And this is the second time I was touched by by a spirit, and this happened not at the house. No, well, this was outside the house, but this one freaked me out pretty good. This one, this is another eye opener that made me want to start going. Okay, time to start investigating. <laughs> so, her and I are walking, and we're holding hands. I'm holding, uh, I'm using my right hand to hold her hand, and so she's standing to my right, and so as we're walking, I feel some felt like a hand kind of going up my shirt from the bottom of my shirt coming up, and first thought is it's her. Second thought is. She can't reach me with her other hand. Because mm-hmm. her other hand's on her other side of her body, and she'd have to have some kind of elati- elastic arms to do this. So the process is I reach back and I turn around real fast. The, as, I grab, as I reach around and grab my back, I felt this hand or whatever it was going up my shirt pull away. And as it pulled away, it scratched my back. And I, I turn, I, the closest person to me was maybe. Fifteen or twenty feet away, some lady walking behind me, and I she, because I'm moving so fast, you know, it caught her attention. She looks at me, and I'm giving her this dirty glare, like, "Why are you touching me, bitch?" <laughs> 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 and so, like, I kind of freaked her out, and I'm trying to process everything that's sure, happening. Sure, sure. And then I tell my ex, I'm like, "Okay, something just happened." I lift up my shirt, and like, "Is there a scratch on my back?" Uh-huh. And she's like, "I could see two. Yeah, there's two scratches going up, like, kind of like from down, like, yeah, it looks like it kind of." scratches upward or whatever like as it pulled away i felt that i was like no fucking way i was like holy shit i got scratches now hmm. um i was i was kind of freaking out i was trying to rationalize how this happened i'm right. like there's no physical way this could have happened other than an unknown force trying to touch my butt <laughs> interesting interesting yeah. well that that that's that was our experience growing up in this house right we grew up in the same house Different experience for whatever reason we don't know maybe ghosts is more open to to these items or to you know there's always that the talk of ghosts they are able to communicate more with maybe toddlers and animals because they are not closed off to these things yet so you know it's, it's, it's interesting it's, it's interesting
1: we don't so, have the answers
0: but. yeah well and then going through the shaman courses that I did with Sandra and everything like she said there's a lot of things that I can open up, that I should be able to open up once I put more practice and more time into it. Uh I just, I haven't been putting the time to to actually open up more. It is kind of scary though. Sure, I bet. I'm not scared of things anymore like that. It's just more scary of like, the unknown... Things that I could see uh-huh. that I d- might not want to see, right? Right? Because it's it seems right now where I'm at, like because I don't do a lot of I don't put a lot of time into trying to open up these gifts. It almost seems like I can have it turned off 99 percent of the time, and I have to try in order to, for to open things up again. Uh-huh. So it is kind of nice that way, right? Because I know there's some people that just are picking up on things and they're feeling energies and they're, you know, I. Ah. I, I like not having the, that weight on me. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't say I'm blaming you. I don't know if I want that type of ability. I like mine as well. mine is very mild, empathic type of feelings, and I'm good for, with that for the time being. <laughs> yeah, so may, I don't know. Maybe when I get a little older and I have more time on my hands, maybe then I'll, I'll go full-blown. Full Who, <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, Ghosty, thanks for sharing. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening again. And then stay tuned for next episode Halloween Day scary stories. scary stories. All right, y'all. Peace out. Don't you don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. <laughs> this is the EVP Podcast.